It's verse-by-verse study time on the International Gospel Hour. The Are You Studying series continues from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. So reach for your Bibles and stay tuned today on the International Gospel Hour. On Jordan's stormy banks I stand and the castle we Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Greetings, everyone. So good to have you with us today for our study from the Word of God. We appreciate our Jay Webb and his kind words, and you'll hear more from Jay in just a little bit. But for now, thank you for your choice to study with us at International Gospel Hour. We are encouraged to hear from so many listeners, and we thank you for your interest in the things that be of God. We love to call this segment of our studies the Are You Studying series, and we call it that because we are studying verse-by-verse chapters of the Bible. We are currently engaged in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, We're going to be looking at verses 26 through 29 momentarily. Now, with this being said, friends, some of you might say, well, I'd like to hear the other parts of that study. You can always go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, and you can find those lessons available on our website. However, if you're looking for a certain study and you can't locate it, then please do one of three things. Go to our contact tab at our website, internationalgospelhour.com. Send us a message and tell us what lesson you are looking for, or as in the case here from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And we will be glad to send you those links. Or number two, you can call us at 855-444-6988 and leave a message and tell us of what lesson that you are looking for. You can also write us at P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. That's International Gospel Hour, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. You can contact us by any of those means, and we'll be glad to help you if you're looking for any earlier broadcast of our Are You Studying series from 1 Corinthians. But for today... Let's consider verses 26 through 29, then our J-Web will have a few words about our work at International Gospel Hour, then we will return for our study. 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 29. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but... God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty, and the base things of the world, and the things which are despised God has chosen, and the things which are not, to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in His presence. Again, we'll pick up with verse 26 in a moment. But first, here is our J. Webb. Since 1934, the International Gospel Hour has been heard over the radio, and to God be the glory. We are blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money from you, our listeners. 
Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We want you to grow in the knowledge of the Word of God. Thank you always for listening. Before we enter into verse 26, a brief review from verses 23 through 25 of 1 Corinthians 1. Notice verse 24 he mentioned to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. You see, friends, obedience to the gospel will save an individual. For the gospel is the power of God and the wisdom of God therein. We would plead to always put aside erroneous denominational teaching and turn to the Word of God and the Word of God alone. For those that are called are to follow the pattern that God has placed forth. Now as we enter into verse 26 when Paul says once again, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble, are called. We emphasize that one is called by the gospel account. That's 2 Thessalonians 2.14. We're called by the gospel or the preaching of the gospel of which we should answer. It's not of fleshly wisdom, not the might of man, nor the nobility or prestige of oneself. It is the powerful gospel of Christ only that makes the difference. In Romans 1.16, Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, unto everyone that asketh you, or everyone that believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Paul goes on to say in verse 17 of Romans 1, that therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, for as it is written, the just shall live by faith. The righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel message, the proclamation of the good news. The late Brother Burton Kaufman's commentary expresses this text beautifully. I now defer for the next few moments to Brother Kaufman. Look at that congregation in Corinth, rescued from the dens of vice and debauchery, gleaned from the dregs of a cruel and heartless society, recruited from the hopeless ranks of slaves, delivered from the treadmills of commerce and industry. But Christ redeemed them, named upon them the eternal name, announced from heaven the plenary discharge of their sins, and made them partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Thank God for the church of Corinth and everywhere. However, It should be kept in mind that Christianity was not denied to the noble, the mighty, and the wise. For Paul did not say that none of what might be called the higher echelons of society were called. Indeed, the truly wise, the really noble, also received the Lord despite the tragedy of many failing to do so. Brother Kaufman goes on to list the following. How about the treasurer of Queen Candace, who became a Christian? That's Acts 8 and verse 27. We've called him quite often the Ethiopian eunuch. How about the proconsul of Crete, Sergius Paulus? He accepted the gospel according to Acts 13, 6 through 12. Dionysius, the Arepagite, a mighty judge at Athens, believed, Acts 17, 34. Crispus and Sosthenes were both rulers of a synagogue when they obeyed the gospel, Acts 18, 8, and 17. How about Erastus, who was the chamberlain of the city of Corinth? He became a Christian, Romans 16, 23. 
many women of the nobility in Thessalonica and Berea accepted the truth, Acts 17, 4 and 12. Brother Kaufman concludes, Such examples as these, however, were the exception. The vast majority of the Christians, at first, coming from the ranks of earth's unfortunate and poor. Dear friends, we are reminded at this point of that beautiful hymn that goes, The blessed gospel is for all, the gospel is for all, where sin has gone, must go his grace, the gospel is for all. We return verses 27 and 28 of 1 Corinthians 1 about how God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. He will use the foolish to confound the wise. He will use the things that are weak to defeat the mighty. Of Stephen in Acts chapter 6 and verse 10, the Bible says they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. You see, he brought forth the things that be of God. And how God indeed could take the foolish things of this world to put to shame the wise, the weak things to put to shame those that are mighty. That would bring them down to understand that they need to be placed under God and not so much in themselves. Now, verse 29 is the sum of everything, dear friends, the sum of it all in this text, that no flesh, no flesh, should glory in His presence. This defeated division, the I am of from the early part of the chapter, no flesh should ever glory in the presence of God. The foolishness and the wisdom of this world, we can bank on all of that. It may make us feel good, but it's not able to make us good. The mighty and base things of the world. You see, God's glory should be in us, and the glory should always go to God. Did not Paul say in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ? Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh... I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul said, it's not about me. It's about God. Listen to the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah nine twenty three through 24. As the Lord through Jeremiah said, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. Nor let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. From the Old Testament to the New, friends, let us not glory in ourselves, but glory in God. Isn't it interesting to see here in 1 Corinthians one twenty nine, and also from Jeremiah 9, that this was said unto God's people who would have rather gloried in their accomplishments and attributes rather than what the Father can grant, and even greater in what He can grant. So, dear friends, to glory in the Lord, to boast of His goodness, to credit Him with all that we have, that's what we need to do. And to have glory in understanding God, doing it in His will and His way. That's why we need to believe in Christ, then repent of our sins, confess our faith in Christ, be buried with Him in baptism to have those sins washed away, raised to walk in newness of life through God and only through God in Christ. We're going to pause here quickly. Here is our J. Webb with our online Bible study opportunity.
Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Dear friends, may to God always be the glory with our lives. And let's continue these thoughts at another time. Thank you always for joining me on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory.